The Republican presidential candidate primary race starts to heat up with Nikki Haley entering the race and officially challenging Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. This makes things interesting considering the fact that nobody is running against Joe Biden as of right now on the Democratic side, but yet now the Republican voter base is going to have to choose at very least right now between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, and who knows who else will enter the race later on. We're going to give our predictions about that particular race. We're going to give our analysis, break it down, get in depth about it. Then we're going to talk about something that sort of coincides and is a follow-up to what we talked about last week and actually the week before, where we've been talking a lot about Marvel versus DC, and now with the release of the Ant-Man movie and its abysmal critic ratings, we're going to give an analysis and predictions about what is going to happen with Marvel on the cusp of James Gunn taking over DC. And then we're also going to talk about something very interesting that has taken place between Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro, and Chelsea Handler in which we find ourselves actually defending Chelsea Handler, of all people, against Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson. I know it sounds so crazy, but it's very interesting, and it has to do with the lifestyle choice and the freedoms that Chelsea Handler chooses to pursue. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It does help us a lot. That's five stars. Do that right now. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. Then go to our website. If you want to help us stay independent, you can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And like always, if you know somebody that is interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, share the episode with them. It's that easy to share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So whatever platform you're listening to us on, share the episode with your brother, your cousin, your friend, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, share the episode with them. The so, world. with the world. So, uh, uh, we haven't talked about politics a lot lately because there hasn't been anything really interesting in politics happening lately. Joe Biden is awful. He cares more for Ukraine than he does America. Um, and that's basically where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. basically the, the, the it pre- continues, <laughs> it continues. <laughs> but, uh, over the last week, which what's interesting is we kind of already 
knew that Nikki Haley was going to enter the race because there have been there have been a lot of rumblings that she was going to throw her hat in the ring, but she made it official finally. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like the whole Mike Pence thing. More than likely, Mike Pence will eventually enter the race. The one that I am still not a hundred percent sure on is DeSantis, and that's because of what we've talked about you know some episodes ago it's like i don't know how much he has to gain by entering the race yeah. now but the flip side of it and ben shapiro did make a good point when he was uh on the full send podcast when you're hot you're hot and like you gotta yeah. you gotta capitalize and and DeSantis is hot right now you know yeah, people yeah. are talking about him uh he has money in his coffers he you know he has a big war chest so uh if there was a time to do it it would be now uh in 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 terms of momentum yeah in terms of the hill you have to climb i don't know because i am still of the belief that you could run on the democrat side gavin newsom no you could actually run a toilet full of shit in it and Gavin Newsom <laughs> as the vice president, that'll be the Democrat ticket. So yeah. the, the Democrat ticket is toilet bowl full of shit. Yeah. And Gavin Newsom as his running mate versus Abe Lincoln and Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And the toilet bowl with shit and Gavin Newsom would win because of mail-in voting and yeah. ballot harvesting. They never stood I, a chance. They never stood a chance. <laughs> I be, I truly believe that. So... And but what's interesting is I saw a Red Eagle Politics video the other day, and and uh, he was talking about how in Trump's camp, they're starting to step away from uh, the 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 dogmatic approach of oh of election day, election day, election day, and actually embrace the whole no. Now we live in a world where it's election month. Ballot harvesting, all of that stuff, yeah. and and in all in all honesty, you have to do it. Like this is the world we live in, yeah. And to have any any chance, and then what was it that uh, that DeSantis said recently? Like we have to play as dirty as as the Democrats, something along. Yeah, there was like a candid uh, audio uh, clip that came out that was supposedly supposed to make him look bad. I thought that shit actually made him look good. I thought that made him look smart. It's like, yeah. w- why are we going to keep getting kicked in the teeth? They don't play fair. We know they don't play fair. So why are we going to try to be the bigger person all the time? Yeah, yeah. And, and it was something something along those lines. I was like, well, um, why would I? Like, I, when I saw that, I was like, well, that if I was a Republican... Uh, thinking about like who's saying some raw ass rugged shit. I think the, uh, out of uh, well, he's not really running. We don't know yet. But that I, you get points just off the get over everybody because you're the one that gets it. Yeah. Like like the other side is on that shit, so you got to get on that shit yourself. That's just how it is. This is what he said. Um, well, there, it's a longer clip, but basically. Um, he said, you need to do it. Uh, you should engage in corrupt as hell voting practices. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But that's yeah, what they're doing. That's what they've been doing since yeah, 2020. So, so what do you. Well, let's not. Let's not like. Uh, fucking. Not address the elephant in the room. Which is like. This is what's been happening. So. 
whatever. So, I mean, uh, to me, that's just somebody that understands what they have to do to win. Are you here to win or not? Because the other side won, and then the midterms happened, and obviously, clearly, they're still winning, even with bad candidates, Ben Shapiro. And so, you know, like, that's just, you just, you're going to have to accept that the rules of the game have changed and in order to take back because like and that's really the road and we talked about it, this is the road to getting elections back on track is yeah get like because the democrats if, to complain if, if about we it. have a 2024 where republicans embrace ballot harvesting mail-in voting corrupt as hell practices like <laughs> yeah. like like DeSantis allegedly said and they're going to nursing homes and NASCAR races and and churches and where and and the supermarket and just just harvest 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 yeah and they mop the floor with the left yeah. the left will be the main ones wanting to get rid of that Hell shit oh yeah this is actually now i found the the like the little paragraph that they were talking about this is what he's saying he's like i think zuckerberg zuckerberg is a is corrupt as hell but it's but it's legal and the Democrats are doing it. Why aren't we doing it? I would say ban ballot harvesting and do all that. But if it's not banned, you need to do it because otherwise we're fighting with one hand tied behind our back. Yeah. I, motherfucker. That's, that's, some, uh, that's some general shit, to be honest. Like, oh, wow. Like, this guy, he's really trying to win, you know? So, yeah. That, that's it. That's all. Get, get on the bandwagon. So the fact that Trump is now seeing them, that, all right, I'm willing to engage in this shit and and get and get to doing what they have to do. I think uh, that's a good sign. I think that's a good sign. That's that, that you're being strategic now, and and it's really a win-win because if you do it, they've been doing it. So all that's going to happen is it's, it's going to cancel it out. If they complain about it and they want to change it. You win <laughs> because, because that's what you wanted in the first place. We get to go back to issue-based voting. Yes, and so th- there we go. And so, which I prefer that I prefer, but that and that's the thing. I think the left is like so out of touch that they know that if it was just regular like election day issue-based voting, they'd be toast. Yeah, they'd be toast, and so I, you know, they they got to keep it like this, and and it's good that the Republicans are are finally finally waking up. Yeah. Um, now, how do you feel about Nikki Haley entering the race? Do you feel that she has a chance? Do you feel uh, it's going to be one? Well, of those she things? obviously she obviously has a chance there because yeah. she's not she's not a horrible candidate. I mean, no. if we live in a world where Hillary Clinton had a chance, then then Nikki Haley most certainly has a chance. Yeah. Also, I could see her getting all sorts of help from the establishment because they're yeah. going to want her over Trump, the establishment. So that even furthers her chances. But, but I just don't see the Trump base really rocking with her. That's number one. Somebody on Twitter pointed something out. Uh, actually, I, I thought it was a is a pretty interesting observation. Uh, it, it would be the type of observation that somebody like Dave Pakman would delegitimize. But to me, 
I I find it to to have some sort of uh, 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 empirical relevance. There's a somebody took a, a a picture of of a Trump crowd, and they took a picture of Nikki Haley's crowd, and they were analyzing what the attire of what the the different crowds were wearing, and everybody in Nikki Haley's crowd either had a suit, a sports jacket. They were dressed. They were dressed a lot more formal, and Trump's people. It was all like very blue collar dress. Like everybody was like you could see. There, yeah. there, it was like a, 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 a much more. I work with my hands, blue collar background type of yeah type of atmosphere. That matters. That does matter. That matters. Like people, and 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 the reason that I I uh, I I said you know what I said previously about about Dave Packman, he would delegitimize way because he'd be like, oh, where's the data? Where's the data that says it's like? But you have to. Look at that because yeah. that that's going to be a big role going forward, yeah. especially if we see any sort of economic downturn from where we're at right yeah. now. That's going to play a huge role. Yeah, that's the mind of a thinker, like a, a person who who who's analytical, like they're seeing the lay of the land. They're like, OK, what are these people wearing? What are these people about? What is going on? Like you said, when she hits the fan, what happens? Yeah. And and that doesn't give you a definitive answer, but it definitely does move you towards an understanding of the base of each pr- candidate. And um she she did she did like her rise was very Tea Party esque. So, you know, cuz even I think when she first ran uh what, what what was the state? Uh, I forgot what state it was. South Carolina. South Carolina. Uh, Sarah Palin endorsed her. So I was like, those are good roots. But I think that... But her, her most recent role has been an international yes. one. And, and she's very critical of Trump afterwards. Exactly. And then also the American voting base right now it, it's their main concerns are not international concerns no. they're the domestic concerns yeah and the domestic concerns what what the tea party was is trump's party so it's yeah like, exactly so like yeah. you're you, the only the only person that can uh, when it comes to the domestic concerns that can really give chance Trump any sort of uh, legitimate challenge would be a DeSantis. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, well, my, you know, this is my approach on the jab. This is my approach on woke culture. This is my approach on all of this stuff that people care about right now. Yeah. Because, yeah, she did good as, as the, as the UN ambassador, but, uh, she doesn't have the star power. I don't think. Right, Let's there's just that, be but here. then also, like your last big role was something that that uh, people don't didn't necessarily. Uh, it, it's not it's not the the biggest priority on on, on the list of issues that people are voting for. Yeah, it, it, it's not that, and so you have that coupled with the lack of star power, like you just mentioned. Coupled with the type of crowd that she seems to at least at this point be drawing, 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll, and like we said in pre-production, I think the minute, if and when DeSantis enters the race, I think she could just drop out at that point because yeah. like you know that it's it's no longer between you or Trump. It, yeah. it, the the race is now DeSantis versus Trump, and like you actually any of those motherfuckers like if Pence enters, you'd just be wasting money at that point. Yeah, you'd be wasting money, at, and and at that point you could probably pick a side, and see maybe perhaps if you have a future because she did for those two years where she was a UN ambassador, she did good. She was feisty. She was hard on North Korea, hard on Iran. I, not an Iran deal type of person. So she didn't. She did a good job in those two years. And so, I mean, if if you're a candidate, obviously with Trump, that I think that bridge is burnt because she just don't fuck with him like that, and he doesn't fuck with her. I would assume. But maybe if Iran were to win, that's someone that's been tried and tested on some UN shit, like you said, international stuff. And that might be a more, much more realistic approach. It's interesting. You, you mentioned the, the burnt bridge between her and Trump. And it really does. If you analyze it deeply, you realize what a strategist Trump is. Consider all the people that there's a burnt bridge with, you see it with with uh, uh, Bill Barr, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, all people that were part of the administration, and and there's you know the bridges have been burnt with, and like Trump hasn't been on the constant attack against them like he has with DeSantis, who DeSantis, for all intents and purposes, hasn't burnt a bridge with trump you know what i'm saying yeah but being a strategist those people are not my concern this guy is my concern so yes. i'm on the offense a lot sooner and and so with he's trump gonna and the them. things that yeah. that he's saying about the senses it may not even be personal it's yeah. probably just business like i gotta get this guy out of my way yeah. because he I feel like he can beat me. Yes. There, yeah. Yeah. You have to, because yeah, you're right. If you take Ron DeSantis out of the picture, ain't nobody beating him. My Pence ain't beating him. She's not beating him. Uh, uh, who the fuck uh, else? Mitt Romney for sure is how ain't beating him. Nah, hell nah. N- nobody. I, I, honestly, if Trump got his mojo back, like his 2015 mojo back, yeah. 2000 early 2016 mojo back. Not even DeSantis could beat him. No, no. But I will say this: the the spark hasn't been there. It hasn't. Like he he did lose his mojo. And and so with that being said, like with versus Ron DeSantis, that would be close, I think. Now and then, given the fact uh, that Joe Biden, air quotations, won the election last time with a. Trump that really did have his mojo. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would pan out. And like Well, did, did you feel like the 2020 campaign that that Trump had his mojo? I I wouldn't say he was full on like versus Hillary mojo, but I feel like Definitely not. I feel like yeah, it was not even a clear competition. Joe Biden was not even It was like if we saw a fight like he went 
ham every round on Joe Biden. And then, like, when when it was all said and done, they, the referee just picks up Joe Biden's hand. Yeah. He has, like, a black eye, <laughs> no teeth. No, Joe no Biden one. ain't even standing. Yeah. He's knocked out. And then, and then and the ref holds his hand up as he's laying on the mat. Yeah. And so, like, what, what beat Trump... In the 2020 elections, his motherfuckers cheated. Yeah. That's what beat them. They cheated. Yeah. That, that's but but to be <laughs> even like more specific, it was the virus. The virus beat Trump. Like well, that was well, really what even was even, a catalyst. Even David Pakman said that on uh, the Valuetainment podcast when he was down there with uh, Patrick Bet David. Yeah, Patrick Bet David asked him that. He's like, if if there's no no uh, virus. Uh, does Trump win? And 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 uh, Dave Pakman said, "Yeah, yeah." Which and he said it definitively, like he didn't have any doubt about that that would have been the case. And I guess I that's something that I find myself like if that would be if that is the case, I find myself like upset by that. Be how stupid Americans are that they let that like they let that. Uh, uh, dishearten them so much they let that like destroy their mind and 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 their you know and and like they give them so much it, it induced so much fear that it made them because what more could a person do for, about a virus you yeah know? well even more than that though I think it was the it was what preceded it more than how he handled it it was the mail-in voting is because of the virus. That is literally. Oh, yeah. So the mail-in voting, the the whole, um, really, that's, the mail-in voting is what defeated Trump. The harvesting, all that shit. Yeah. That literally was. Yeah, yeah. The reasoning behind it all was the virus. Like, that, that was the tactic. Which is kind of crazy, cause like if you now you go into the rabbit hole of uh, the, the the conspiracy theorist route, like was this why the virus was a whole thing? W- was it cause it's like this motherfucker, he has all the stones. Yeah, we need to, you know, and then they created this whole situation. That now that's conspiracy theory talk in the sense of like there's no actual like. I, at least nothing that's came out in the news that said, oh, this is why this happened. But conveniently, it happens like right before an election. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's funny. It's coincidental. Them 2,000 mules. Yeah, yeah. So so it's like, well, and so that, that really was the only reason he lost was because I think about it. Before the virus actually, like, was a thing, there was literally no chance. There was no chance. I remember us doing an episode where, like, yeah, right now it's like there's there's no chance. Economy is great. Like, everything that the virus did from the economy going to shit, money being printed, um, uh, mail-in voting being a whole thing, the whole jab thing being, like, pushed and that whole politic behind that yeah everything that he did oh he got sick that oh he took the mask off oh my god it was all like just aimed at how uh, if people were dying oh it's his fault if if uh it was all it, it was like you were 
damned if you do, damned if you don't as a yeah. president I, and, situation. And I remember the, the specifically the, the moment you just mentioned about him taking the mask off after he was sick. Yeah. He wasn't around anybody. <laughs> and yet the news demonized him so much. And then obviously fast forward years later, we realized the masks don't work. It was all a bunch of bullshit. Like none of this shit worked. Experts yeah. were wrong about everything. Not as many people died as as they said they was. Did did this shit even really exist to the magnitude anywhere near what they said? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I I tend to lean towards what uh what the top G said one time. We heard there was a pandemic, but did anybody actually see one? Yeah. I don't know. I will say that I never saw one. No. With my own eyes, I never saw. I saw masks. I saw the news saying stuff, and I heard people say stuff. But with my own eyes, also at the time of, and and you you were too. We were around an environment in which the New York Times data analytics determined was the number at least for an amount of time what determined was the number one hot spot in the united states and we still saw no no yeah. no pandemic i did you didn't you don't you didn't see the things that the news was saying was happening you didn't see it with no. your own eyes they, yeah i never saw like that when when they were showing the italian uh, all the body bags and shit that was a video yeah, I don't. I I wasn't there. That that's my point. I was not there, so I don't fucking know. That shit could be from a fucking uh, movie set. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying that it is, and I'm not trying to like if if those people did die of of, of the virus, trying to like make it seem like it's some minimal. But I did not see that. With, like you said, with my eyes, no. That's a video from another country. Yeah, that a gazillion miles away. So I don't know. Then another thing is. The the long the long virus thing. How come always the vax the, the 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 jabbed people, the people that got like the boosters, they're the ones complaining about that. Yeah. Like I've had I've had the virus twice. I'm doing just just fine. I'm good. There's nothing. I have asthma. My asthma has improved <laughs> since I've had the, the virus twice. My asthma has improved. I've ran to situations at work or whatever. I'm one of the ones that I'm not breathing heavy. So like I'm I'm in and I haven't even ran like that. So it's like even that, like the long virus, oh the long virus, you know, after you've had it, it fucks you. I I haven't experienced that. So th- these are the things that that are anecdotal. Yeah. Like you see that yourself and then you you kind of make your judgment. But I think that does speak for a lot of people, like when 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 you experience things, it's the stuff that you see, right? Yeah. And, and and a lot of times, because of the way the news is now, whatever the news says isn't necessarily what is happening. You know, um, we've talked about we've talked about, and this is kind of venturing off into something else. But when it came to like race relations, where we us growing up, race relations were go were up. Yeah. Anything that ever had to do with race was news, where it, it overblew it. Yes, there's racism in the world. I'm not saying that there isn't, but what I'm saying is, 
the fact that race relations are worse now than when I was 17, what does that tell you? Yeah. We're conditioned to think what the news tells you. And so that's that, that that's the thing. But to go back anyway, the virus, it was like a domino effect that, that shifted people's perspective, that allowed the government to bypass all these red tapes and and create an atmosphere where uh, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Uh, yeah, and also like people just vote, we'll pick up the ballots. We'll, it's like this whole different world in a matter of months, not even a year, in a matter of months. Yeah, yeah, that changed the landscape of the election. So I think I blame it on the virus and and media, really, like big, big mainstream media, because. That that's an onslaught. Like that's a lose lose. If if you don't, if you don't, I feel like because you don't understand what it is right off the get, it all falls on you as a president. So as much as I'd like to be like, oh, I, this he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have been like Operation Warp Speed. It's like you have everything against you. You had everything against you beforehand, and you were winning. They they've created this big monster, this big boogeyman. Because they're like, all right, well, we have to create this big monster because nothing faces yeah. this man. And before the virus, there was absolutely no chance for Joe Biden to beat Trump. Absolutely no chance. And I feel like even with the virus, that's how that's how powerful Trump was. It gave the effect that, like, wow, this guy's going to win. Because what we were seeing... Well, see, what we were seeing was... A guy who's campaigning, who has actual people that really like fucking want him to win, and then we saw a guy in the basement. But the but guy, there's th- no data on that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or remember when he had that one campaign? It was weird. It had all these like jeeps. Oh, Biden. Yeah, yeah. But it was like all jeeps. Like, was this sponsored by Jeep? What the fuck was this? Yeah. It was like a wild. You could tell it was it, 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 not it was real. Staged. Yeah, it was staged. Yeah, hundred percent. What we didn't know that they knew. Was ballot harvesting. Yeah. So they knew from a very long time, like, we're going to win this. Like, this virus really allowed this. Yeah. Well, remember when I said, I think, I said it a few times, but I know I said it once when Vince was on the show. This was this was before the, 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 the 2022 midterms. But I said, the administration is operating in a way as if they know they can't lose. Remember what I, I said? I remember. That? I remember. And it kind of makes sense now. And yeah. that's probably the same thing with what you just said, going back to, to the election of 2020. The same thing. It's yeah. like Trump is over here telling them, well, you know, don't rock with this ballot harvesting. It's not good. Yeah. Come out on election day and everything. When really... It, it's like I understand that it's because like you're trying to fight the corruption, but really, what the what should have been done was embrace it probably because that yeah. there, we didn't realize how corrupt it was. Honestly, corrupt probably to the point that I think that there was a lot of stuff that was done in 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 the wee hours of the night because, like we saw. I, on election day, which I, I've said this before, like 
I will probably tell this story, you know, when when I'm an old old man, the election day of 2020, the most bizarre twilight zone stuff happened. Trump was up in Virginia, Trump was up in Georgia, Trump was up in Pennsylvania, Trump was up in Arizona. I don't know if he was up in Nevada, but he was up in 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 all of those states that that he ultimately ended up losing. Yeah. And it was looking like very good, like like way better than than what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. And he comes out, he does a speech and he says Things are looking good. We were feeling good, but we got to watch them. We got to keep our eyes open. Sort of not not a victory speech, but a speech that's like we're 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 almost there. We're almost there. Let's yeah. keep our eyes open. Immediately after he, that speech airs and he, you know, is like says good night to everybody, Biden comes out. And he gives the same speech, but but like his speech is like a victory speech. Yeah. Like and he oh, looked like in good spirits. Yeah, it wasn't like like, like yeah. no, it doesn't he didn't look like they were down in Virginia, down in Georgia, down in Pennsylvania, no. down in Arizona. And he came out and he's like, "Oh, you know, we feel we feel good. No. This isn't that." And and to me the first thing that came to my mind is if all of this time you all have been saying you don't know how many uh, uh, ballots are still out because that was the big thing. Because yeah. that w- that was the other thing that would that could make the whole mail-in voting thing somewhat digestible is if you give us a specific number of how many are out there. Yeah. Because then we could be like, all right, well, we're expecting this many, but the whole time, all of these these secretaries of state and these governors and these senators and all these politicians. We don't know. We don't know yeah. how many is out there. So why would you feel good if you say you don't know how many ballots are out there? I wouldn't feel good if yeah. I didn't know. Now, if I knew that we can manufacture however the fuck many we need to get me over the hump, well, I'm going to be feeling real good. Yeah. But we don't know. According to what they said, they didn't know. Very bizarre. And then he goes away and then Trump comes back out. And does another speech and says, "You see, they're on, they're 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 up to something." Because <laughs> why would this dude give a speech like that? The most bizarre thing that I've ever seen in terms of elections. The the media didn't even cover that. Like the fact that the, the both candidates essentially gave a victory speech. Yeah. In the same night. Wild, crazy, crazy stuff, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, it's just mind blowing. It's just mind blowing how how that whole thing how that whole thing panned out and yeah. But and also it was all the big fact cities. that the that the American people allowed. Yeah, well, let's see. Like, I I would actually like to do the numbers twelve minus nine. Let me see. Of what? So yeah, like it was big cities where like. Not everyone really gives a fuck about voting where the numbers are really high. Yeah, it was it was the it was it was Milwaukee, Detroit, yep. Georgia, and Philadelphia. Those those four cities they had uh, this huge influx of of uh ballots just pouring in at night. Yeah. A point so like for example, a a, a quick understanding of the population like in Illinois 
Illinois population is like 12.5 million. 9 million or 8.9 million are from Chicago. The Chicago land area, yeah. So if you just focus on that and just like, all right, everybody, 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 you're just going to, the numbers are going to be so drastically different. Yeah. That, like, that's why Joe Biden probably came out as well. They focus on these things. Yeah. My, my people are telling me, like, we're way up. Like, yeah. if this is all Trump has today, we won. Fuck it. And so that's where the confidence came from. Is like, well, they, like Philly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so that's, that's, that's the thing. So now you have to get like that in places like, you know, well, I mean, Florida, you're going to win, but, but like places where it's like in the middle, just get, get, get wild. Yeah. Fucking everywhere, everywhere where you know is going to be red, get wild. And then that way it changes the landscape. So that, that's, that's really our strategy. And we, we, we spoke about this because of what Ron DeSantis said and because of what Trump's team is now strategizing to do. Exactly. We shall see. Moving on, next subject. Um, we've talked. We talked about the future of Marvel versus the future of DC. Then we talked about our reaction to the Flash trailer and and how badass it looks, how exciting it looks, and that excitement has not died down. And in fact, we're not the only ones excited about it i mean i i you know so many of the 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 nerd culture slash movie review youtube channels that i watch is everybody's excited about it like yeah. everybody is excited about it and everybody's like shooting out their theories and like yeah. what do they think is going to happen and and everything Great. like that and in those two conversations of the future of Marvel and in the future of DC, and then the conversation about the Flash trailer, we talked about how it's a very interesting time because it's this is all on the cusp of James Gunn taking over over at DC, and he's going to be the CEO of of the the movie projects that are going to be coming out, and how Marvel hasn't been doing so great. And how it's not unwise to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania as Marvel's last real shot to stay king. But then the reviews come, the movie comes out and the reviews come in and the reviews are abysmal. And we, we watched a review in pre-production from Nerdrotic. Uh, how they talk about how there's communist propaganda in the movie, and that's not the only video that I've seen that has said that. Other videos have said that there that there's more than just that particular scene that the neurotic video showed. It says the Ant Man is taking a back seat. Neurotic, they coined MCU because that's <laughs> you know, like instead of C she because women are taking over. And man essentially takes a back seat to yeah. women in in the in in the movie, um, and the only redeeming thing about the movie seems to be Kang. 
what do you think happens now? Like, what what happens now if the, the, with this movie apparently being so awful? Um, well, this is the first movie of Phase Five. Like, yes, this is not a good way to kick off a new phase. It's not, especially when Phase Four was shit, like utter garbage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was... like Phase Four had She Hulk twerking with Meg the Stallion. It had so a one night hot. stand between Daredevil and She Hulk, where Daredevil takes the the walk of shame barefoot. What is that? What what the fuck is going on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really like when you asked. I really I took that question serious. I don't you should. know. Everybody don't, should take it serious. I, I was asking know. it seriously. What is going on? <laughs> I, it's bad. All these characters are are being replaced by women. So the Ironheart and, and all the characters are being replaced by women who are all scientists. They're all genius scientists. Yes. The uh, 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 Black Panther sister is not, who now is Black Panther. I haven't seen the new Black Panther, but from everything that I, I've I've read about it or or heard people talk about it. And yeah. she was she was already smart in in the first Black Panther, but now she's Black Panther. Yeah. And then apparently in that movie, there's Ironheart, which is like the f- the female version of of Iron Man, yeah, who's a super scientist, smart girl. Apparently, Quantumania, Ant Man's daughter, super scientist, smart girl. Like, it's, what is going on? Yeah, and that this is the thing. When it's forced, yeah, it's forced, and so when you have quality content, right? All this woke shit goes out the fucking window, okay? Because we had a debate about episode three of The Last of Us with friends. Well, I had one, and and, and uh, I was like, "This is quality content," so you can't say it's woke. First of all, the story—that's that's what the story was in the video game. But it was so well done. You can't when it's quality shit. When it's like really like this is this is done to perfection. You can't you can't even think about oh women. You'd be like wow this is this is fucking amazing. I want to watch more of this. Yeah, when like, it's like all the, scientists. The, the 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 Last of Us episode three because that is apparently a very diff, divisive episode. Yes. Like there's yeah. a lot of people that's like oh it's woke it's woke garbage this this and that. And it's like, listen, not everything is woke. Yeah. Like you, you have to, you know that that's the thing where where us having the critical eye, like where yeah. we stand at a level different than a lot of people, is like, no. Look at the cinematography. Look at the yes. music. Look at the acting. How everything is playing out. Yeah. Granted, I understand that some people may be uncomfortable with two members of the same sex on screen uh making doing sweet any, doing ass any, love doing any <laughs> doing anything <laughs> i was i was trying to be more politically correct but, but yeah whatever <laughs> doing anything physical i understand like some people may be uncomfortable with that and that's fine you're entitled to that but you're not entitled to your own facts and you're not entitled to if something is objectively Yes. Made well. Yeah, and, and it's and layered. Quality and yeah. it's layered. Like that 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 part 
you know how you feel about these this particular type of couple that's subjective but what is objective is the quality and the technicality that is going into and the skill that is going into making this yes and so that i juxtapose it to the mcu they're all scientists they're all smart Right, it's it's contrived, it's forced. It's, so it's like they're all scientists, they're all smart. We don't have to like worry about story. We don't have to worry about plot. We don't have to worry about continuity. They're all scientists. They're all smart. Women rule. They're they're the greatest. Men take a backseat to your own movie. Yeah. Men take a backseat to the franchise that you built. Yeah, and because women are here to save the day, it's 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 the greatest. It's the greatest ever. You're gonna love it. Yep. Well doesn't look like that's working anymore yeah and, and then if you compare it to the other phases like the one was a student nerd like kind of a genius which was spider-man and then it was tony stark and then one said somebody else somebody else somebody else but it was like oh and and the, and the hulk he knew some of his shit it wasn't oh we're all just extremely smart oh well no the guy who it, it, the stories were built and the characters were built and, and to make sense. And also, we're talking about characters that got there over the course of many movies. Yes, not just the first ten minutes. Oh, look, I I found a way into the quantum realm. Yes, quantum mania. How? How? Kang. What? This is stupid. He slayed. <laughs> yeah, slayed my grandma. <laughs> yeah, and then then you have that where apparently. Kang slayed Michelle Pfeiffer in the quantum realm, and Bill Murray's character slayed Michelle Pfeiffer in the quantum realm, essentially him? turning Hank Pym's character into a cock. What is that? Do you blame him? <laughs> it's like, so I had a thing when I had a thing in when you were when you were Catwoman. Yeah. I, I can't get it out of my head. Can't get it out of my head. But you know it's crazy. But you, you're he Tony Montana. Him. But it seems like you're enjoying this. Be, but what, <laughs> what's funny is I, I I don't know if you're gonna enjoy what I'm about to say. <laughs> Apparently they're gonna retcon Spider Man's. Oh yeah yeah no let's I'm enjoy out. let's enjoy let's enjoy <laughs> what, what? let's enjoy no no this no, was no, this no. week's episode let's, let's enjoy the MCU together because oh, you were just having a good time right itch. they're gonna retcon they're gonna retcon Spider Man. And what they're going to do is they're going to have a flashback scene in the new Spider-Man. Oh, now you're lying. No, I, I let me. I'm not lying. There's a flashback scene yeah. where he comes home and Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, is getting <laughs> trained by a bunch of dudes. And Uncle, and Uncle Ben is in the corner dying of a heart attack. And that's how. It's all kings. And, and, and that's, how, that's how Uncle Ben dies. Oh, <laughs> bitch. I'm out. It's I'm all, out. It's all Kang's just destroying yeah. Aunt May, and and Uncle Ben is just dying. Di di dying. Oh. And then that's why. Oh. And, and Spider Man swears revenge on Kang. Secret Wars. <laughs> that's the whole oh, premise of Secret, Secret Wars. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the slogan. Secret Wars. <laughs> dot dot dot. There's a secret. All right. <laughs> Stupid. But actually, that's kind of fucked up. Because oh, I thought you were gonna oh. say actually that sounds good. <laughs> no, <laughs> imagine. I, I thought that's what you were gonna say. Right? Oh, but actually that sounds kind of good. <laughs> that's a good storyline. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like <laughs> it's 
kind of fucked up because the last good movie was a Spider-Man movie. The Quantumania had... And mind you, that was not produced by Marvel. No. Sony made that movie. That's just like Marvel, like, oh, yeah, we're in this together type thing. Yeah. I don't know, man, because now there's really not a lot of hope. And you were telling me that they actually, after Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, came out, and it's been, like, obliterated... I mean, it's so bad that even Rotten Tomatoes critics think it's bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really it's bad. It's now tied with the worst rated movie yes. of the MCU. Eternals, 47%. Yeah. This, this is, also yeah. has 47%. This is with all of Hollywood is is on Jonathan Majors' fucking nutsack. Oh, fuck. He's good. He's a good actor. But, like, it's like everyone's on him. Like, oh, this is the guy. That's the guy. Now he's coming out in every movie. Even he couldn't, even that couldn't save yeah. the movie. And so it's like, well, I don't know, because if this starts going downhill, and and uh, now they're starting to feel the heat because all the shows got pushed back. The What was the Marvel, uh, the Captain uh, Marvel yeah. movie? It was supposed to come out. Actually, it was originally supposed to come out before this. It yeah. was supposed to come out in like, in like early February or something, or like January or something. Then it got pushed to March, and then it got pushed all the way to November 10th. So who knows what the hell they're thinking right now? They're yeah. probably like, oh, man, like we got to reshoot or we got to do something. Because honestly, if Ant-Man, a character that people like, is not doing well, people didn't like Captain Marvel. They no. think that Brie Larson is a total bitch. And so like... They're probably scared, and who knows how much money they spent on that movie. So it's not like they could just shit can it, or or can they shit can it? Because and this is where things start to get very interesting. I don't know the name, but the guy that came that that now that runs Warner Brothers, yeah. I think who he was the one that made the decision to put James Gunn uh, uh, as the top dog of of the DCU. He made the decision to shit can a hundred million dollar movie with Batgirl. Oh shit! Yeah, you didn't know about that. Yeah, I knew. I knew about that, and that was like a wild ass fuck. Like that. That's on never, never. I don't think anything like that has ever happened. The movie is done. Yeah, a hundred million dollars is spent on it. Yeah, Michael Keaton's in it. Brendan Fraser is in it. People don't know Brendan Fraser was the villain in the Batgirl movie. Damn. Brendan Fraser is in it. The guy gets, you know, takes over for Warner. Watches it. He watches it and is like, this is never going to see the light of day. This is a horrible piece of shit movie. Destroy it. Destroy it. Put it at the bottom of the river. (laughs) Like, like, do not not bury it in the pet cemetery where it has the chance to arise. Destroy it. But, but... Look at what he did because now he's this he guy. That's kind of vision. It's like, all right, set the this tone. Is gonna, this is going to ruin us. So let's get rid of that. <laughs> let's get rid of that. But now this Flash movie, despite all the craziness around Ezra Miller, me as the new guy, I'm deciding not to shit can this movie. No, this is the last hope we have. On top of the fact that test audiences seem to love the movie, like yeah. the test audiences, like all the like from what I've read, 
of that movie seems like they love it. Yeah. So so you know, you have all of that and then and then you know with with James Gunn taking over. So now Kevin Feige over at Marvel, it's like at what point do you go to Disney or do you even think that way cuz I don't even know how much he really cares about the source material. But at what point do you say, you know, maybe we need to start shit canning projects? Like, well, it's funny that we say that we're talking about this because there was once upon a time we were talking shit about Warner Bros being all execs. They give a fuck about exec shit. Yeah. Well, and and that's why the DCEU was so bad. Yes. And now it's almost as if they flipped. Yeah. And the DC universe, or the, yeah, the DCU universe is like, wow. Well, the art, art, art. Yeah, yeah. And then the the Marvel universe is like, well, no, woke, woke, woke. Uh, this is what this is what's selling. It, it, we need all the women. But the thing is, is that it's not selling. Yes, yeah. Because I could I could rationalize if it was selling. Yeah, it's I not. could be like, man, I don't like this shit. This is awful. But they're making their bread. But it's awful, and it's yeah. they're not doing good. It's agenda driven. And it's not like you're not really respecting the the art because like if you build characters like actually I'll even give it to the Black Panther uh, I haven't seen the sequel uh, I think it's Black uh, Black Panther Forever whatever yeah. uh, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever and uh, at least in the movie it was built like she was learning. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just genius all of a sudden. Yeah, but you you can't make Black Panther a girl. Yeah, you yeah. Can't. Like even you even can't do even it. even I know you're trying to be gracious here, but nah, <laughs> you just can't. Like even Doctor, what's the guy name? Umar Umar Johnson, the no. real like Afrocentric yeah. pro black dude. Even he said that like it was wrong. He's yeah. like, you know, in in his in in his uh, uh, super dramatic uh, 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 vernacular. Uh, you are removing the black man from superhero <laughs> roles, and and I hundred percent agree yeah. with him. I would have found a replacement, yes. another guy. I, I understand yeah. if you don't want to make him T'Challa, like be, you know, give that respect to Chadwick Boseman that that was T'Challa. Yeah, he passed away. Rest in peace. I I could rock with that, but it has to be another guy. It has yeah. to be another guy. Like, I don't know And how... that would have kind of made the arc interesting in yes. Wakanda Forever if, like, the girl tried to be Black Panther and she just couldn't do it or yeah. she realized, now the role, the role that I prefer is being, like, Black Panther scientist. So it was... The, so the movie ended with her, like, being the actual Black Panther or was it like, oh, well, I don't... To be continued. No, you see in the trailer yeah. that she's in the Black Panther suit. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but I imagine she's Black Panther. Yeah, damn. And, yeah, and from what Doctor Umar was saying, that's what he was saying too. That like they made a woman Black Panther. Damn. Yeah, uh, there's not the route that you should have taken in respects to to the source material. But when it's like again, not really contrived from the art like the way marvel did do it because like marvel did like since iron man marvel didn't it wasn't like a super amazing rise to the top there was like little hiccups here and there certain movies i was like ah they're okay yeah right. but they still built the characters off of like their actual history yeah and so you're like okay it's built to something nice and it took years and this is how we got civil war 
You know, this is how we got Winter Soldier. This is how we got the Avengers movies. And the Avengers movies progressively got uh, better. And and it crescendoed with Endgame. Yeah. And then it's been downhill yes. ever since. As they got too big for their own good. They got big-headed. It's like, oh, well, we, we built this. And all right, well, now we're going to go woke. Exactly. But and, really, like, woke. And, which I can understand a small descent after Endgame because it's like that's massive so I, I could respect that yeah but where they messed up is they 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 made the same mistake as I feel like Netflix made with with its original content it's like quantity and we just throw quality out of the window it's just quantity now yeah. you're gonna have a show and, and these fucking idiot automaton nerds because that's yeah. how they treat their their customers. These idiot automaton nerds yeah. are gonna just consume and consume, and that's it. And then just yeah, a show. This bitch is twerking, and and these motherfuckers are having sex, and it's a big ass soap opera, and and they're just gonna love it. Yeah. And and they're not, and they're not, and it's not working. And so now, to me, if I was over at Marvel. We're shit canning this. We're shit canning that. Like, we're this is it. Like, the, any movie that's salvageable this year, we'll release it. But the rest of this, now, like, we gotta, we, we gotta, like, bring this back to yeah. the roots. Save your, save money. But, but it's under Disney, and I think I doubt that's gonna happen. Well, yeah, that, and then like, what's happening to Marvel is what, what they did to Star Wars from the get is like now you're starting to see that effect on Marvel. Yeah. It's like, damn, this is this is getting more like Star Wars level bad. And so how wild would it be? I mean, this is very very hypothetical. How wild would it be? No, but would it even make sense? I guess it could cuz it's kind of like a monopoly at that point. How wild would it be if Marvel gets so bad? Like I'm talking, you know, 4 years where like Warner Brothers buys Marvel. And now they have a monopoly on all the comic book movies. Oh, man. Imagine. <laughs> that would be wild. That would be wild as fuck. I mean, but like I said, I, I mean, you do that to yourself because we, we were just talking about how, like, they're, uh, Disney's trying to sell Star Wars now. Well, that's rumored. Yeah. It's rumored, yeah. And, well, when you ruin something so bad and characters that were beloved, you're kind of, like, holding something that's had years. Because that's another and thing, what they too. buy it for, like, Four billion dollars or yeah, something. God, yeah. damn. And it's no easy feat to make shit that's gonna be amazing. I mean, well, I just picture Mickey Mouse like, and he's I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> like Mandalorian has 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 been a fan favorite. I haven't watched. I, well, I watched yeah, the first but Mandalorian season. ain't worth four billion. No nah, hell no, nah. no 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 no. And and Mandalorian ain't gonna save Star Wars. No, that's just like a little nice, decent show. You're gonna have to make content that on, on the big screen that's gonna be great, and 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 you fail to do so. And which is wild because I don't even know. Do they have anything slated for the big screen when it comes to Star Wars? Because all I've been hearing about is shows, the shows. Uh not that I know of. No. I, yeah, that that in and of itself is weird. Something you bought for four billion dollars. The idea that like you don't have a a a, a feature length. Yeah. Uh, um, motion every year yeah. is kind of crazy to me. But if it's well, sucks, she got fi- wasn't the girl uh, the lady in charge. She got fired, so I think they they were like, okay, listen, 
Let's pump the brakes. Yeah, this last trilogy was not great. But at least it wasn't like It flops. was abysmal. Yeah. It was abysmal. But what, like numbers-wise, oh, numbers it was okay. Numbers-wise, I think it was okay. Yeah, so it's like, okay, the content wasn't great, but at least we were like not we're not underwater with the money we made. Let's take a break. Let's see what the fuck could we could do, but actually take it serious. Or if not, at least like... And then, and then that's when the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, well, the Mandalorian came out. Obi-Wan Kenobi came out. Uh, they are probably like, let's just bank on the shows for now and see where that shit takes us. And then, and then I we'll heard, decide. I heard good things about Andor. I haven't watched it, but I heard, I, I heard good things about that. I haven't. Man, when it comes to Disney, I have not kept up um, with any of it. The one that I do regret not keeping up. Well, not not so much the show because I heard the show was okay, but like the ending when you were telling me about when Darth Vader. Well, th- that was like the only good uh, of Obi Wan. Yeah. That was the only good thing about it, though. Like honestly, you could you could like fast forward the show, and like just get to that. And really, that's just like nostalgia bait. It's really yeah. just like oh, you know, seeing Vader, but it, like. In retrospect, it wasn't great. Though. Yeah, it wasn't anything like mesmerizing. It was just like, oh man, what they it's, did uh, it's say, like a little like Darth Vader fix, you know? Yeah, what they did say though was uh, Obi Wan uses strategy from the second trilogy. I think it was a, it was like a, a trick that he learned. That's how he got Darth Vader in, in, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which is badass. Or or perhaps it was from another show. No, no, that that's with uh that's when he kills Darth Maul. Yes. Yes. In, in uh in, in the uh, animated in the series, anim- yes. Yeah. And I thought that was badass. I that's thought, cool. Yeah. yeah. Cause that that that's that's like attention to detail. But but all of that shit was created before Disney bought Yeah. yeah. Like that particular uh battle that yeah. was before disney bought. but the fact that in that battle he uses that same little trick yeah that like, he okay. remembered yeah yeah th- that that's like a, a little uh, that's attention to detail like that's somebody that cared for yeah. that battle and cared for the no you don't get anything that in depth with uh the vader versus kenobi fight in in obi-wan kenobi no. it's just really like you like I said, it's a nostalgia bait. Like, oh, I remember it's member berries. Yeah. I remember <laughs> like they're they're yes. they're fighting and like you know you get to see Darth Vader. That's basically what it is. Damn. Yeah. So that's wild. But uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. This is all very interesting. Um, and it seems like this story. Like it, it's kind of updating week to week because it's like we talked about okay what's the future of Marvel, and now and then James Gunn taking over and like all right we're excited, and then a week later we get the Flash trailer and it's like damn our excitement might be rewarded because it seems like DC is going in the right direction especially with the Flash movie. Yep. <clears throat> And Marvel's not doing good, but I don't know. We'll see what happens with Ant Man, and then now this news about Ant Man. Yeah. So it's like it's like this this story has been evolving week to week. And I was avoiding like really like anything on Ant Man, Quantumania, nothing. Like I was seeing reviews. I was like, well, I want to watch it. And then when I walked in, uh, you're like, 
Antifa Man and the Wasp. I was like, what? I was yeah. like, was that a meme? Or? And you're like, no, nah, man, that's, that's the movie. <laughs> and then that's when like you started telling me how bad. I was like, oh, God, and then, no. And then your face, your face <laughs> when you see Mo, when you saw Modoc in that video, you were it was the face of, of, of disbelief. You could not believe how horrible. Imagine a billion-dollar company, multi-billion-dollar company, producing something like that god damn the audacity <laughs> yeah that's bad that's like bad photoshopping type yeah it, it shit is crazy yeah that shit i'm trying to see that i'm trying to find that dylan <laughs> band from dave Chappelle, that meme <laughs> where, where he looks up and he looks like all like shook but like he doesn't believe what he just heard that's that's the face i made i was like when you saw me make that face, you started fucking dying. <laughs> yeah, it, it was total disbelief. But um, so moving on to the next and final segment of the show. So if you tuned in last week, we covered Valentine's Day, but from a different point of view. And we started off that particular segment with a skit where a guy was essentially doing an advertisement for what life is like having a girlfriend. And it wasn't a life of having money or freedom. It was a life of spending your money and all your free time being occupied. And it was meant to be funny. And we just thought that it'd be interesting to talk about that before Valentine's Day because many people take Valentine's Day way too serious. And we've always been of the mindset to sort of spoof how programmed people are about that particular holiday. Really, all holidays, really. Because <laughs> Valentine's Day wasn't the only holiday that we've spoofed. We've spoofed many holidays, but <laughs> yeah. but, but that was one that that people that that you know people tend to take very serious and whatnot. So in the same light, it's not always guys that we side with in terms of being autonomous we believe in freedom period and that's not just regulated or or uh or uh you know limited to men and their freedom this is you know we believe that women have freedom too like whatever people want and whatever it is that that works and serves best interest for people and their individual life i believe in that it's fine as long as they're not hurting anybody and whatever whatever consequences come from that they should be okay facing those consequences and dealing with those consequences so we found ourselves well i i was i, I was on twitter and actually i was on youtube and i saw this video and it was just an interesting thumbnail it was Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro on one side, and then it had a versus, and then I see Chelsea Handler. And it was a relatively recent video. And I was like, well, what's this about? Like, I don't even understand why those three people, what they would have to do with each other. This is very odd, bizarre. So then I put on the video, and I see Ben Shapiro talking about it. And in that video, Ben Shapiro talks about, it comes off very... Very trad cuck like it's like very oh well I have a wife and I have a fourth kid on the way and you know Chelsea Handler started this and so then I'm like 
well, what did she do? Did she attack them? Like, where, what, like, what, what happened? Because why, are, why is he talking? Because he says she started it. So, what is the video or what is the thing that she did that's making him have this sort of reaction to Chelsea Handler? And the video that it is is one that I'm about to play right now, so people could hear. Uh, this is a video of Chelsea Handler that she put out for the Daily Show, in which. She highlights a day in the life of a childless woman. So I'm going to play the video and then we're going to talk about it and then we're going to play some other clips down the road and then we're going to get into the analysis. That I have no kids to take. All right, here this we go. This is a day in the life of a childless woman. I wake up at 6 a.m. I remember that I have no kids to take to school. So I take an edible, masturbate and go back to sleep. I wake up at 12.30 p.m. and get ready for a busy day of doing whatever the f*** I feel like. I put on my most impractical and stylish shoes since I won't be chasing a child around the grocery store. I go to my fave spot in Paris to grab a croissant. I do a meditation sesh on the plane since I have no screaming kids, allowing me all the time in the world to become enlightened. The weightlessness of my existence has granted me superhuman powers. I teleport myself back home. Then I get ready for a night out with whatever hot guy I met on Raya that morning. I call up a babysitter and tell her that I don't need her since I still don't have kids. Now it's time for a workout, so I hit Mount Everest for a quick climb. I invent a time machine, go back in time, and kill Hitler. Crazy bastard! It's amazing what you can do when you have this much free time. And that's a day in the life of a childless woman. So not very funny. I didn't find it particularly funny. But I also saw that she wasn't attacking men. Yeah. She wasn't really pushing an agenda. I didn't feel like any agenda was being pushed. Like, why don't the rest of women do this? I don't understand why other women don't want to do this. She wasn't on any of that. She literally was just like, this is a day in the life of, this is my life. I don't have any children. So, if anything, most women would probably find that video like, oh, bitch. They probably would be upset about it. Why? Why do you think that? Because uh, women, for the not not f all of women, but for the most part, women like, oh, I want kids. I I'd like to do this. I like. They would probably be more inclined to wanting kids, so they would probably look at her well, and, and feel well, type of the, jealous. You think the modern woman? Uh not the the younger women like the young girls maybe in the teens not so much but like in in our age group probably still and maybe even a little younger i could see like women being like not not like nowhere near like before but we're like oh i have i like having i like my child what the fuck is wrong with this bitch and then they're well, probably well. You're trying. So you're saying the perspective of women that have kids. What about the perspective yeah. of women that don't have kids? Because there's oh, many no, they, people they, in yeah, our age cool group that. that don't have kids. They don't. But I feel like there is still many women our age that do have kids, and I feel that they would be. I could understand more them being offended by that. Or feeling some type of way than Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, and, and do you everyone think else. what they feel would be jealousy or what? What sentiment? I do feel you? like they would feel jealousy. I feel like they would feel like 
I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bitch. Like, fuck. Like, and then they'll probably try to rationalize. Like, oh, well, I'm and, happy and, with my and, kid. And it's funny because, like, I feel like if there was anybody that Chelsea Handler was jabbing at, it would be women that have kids. I don't, I don't think she was attacking anybody. But if she was attacking somebody, it wasn't men. No. It was probably women that have kids. Yeah, and then content, funny content usually comes from truth, right? So and, maybe and, she and, had a conversation. And, yeah. It, it, and let me let me add a, a, a caveat to that. It, it comes from truth, and also it typically comes at the expense of somebody. Yes, yes. And so I could totally see that. I see what you're saying. I could totally see her maybe having a talk with women. And then them kind of looking at her like, oh, like you, you, you don't have kids, or you don't understand. Right. Like, wait, wait a minute, bitch! I can fly anywhere I want. I got six fucking uh, 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 top selling books. I got a, a stand up. Uh, I'm an accomplished ass motherfucker. Like, all right, well, you, you're cool with your kid. I'm happy where I'm at. Which, what you just yeah. referenced, well, I'm gonna play it in a little bit. You just referenced. Her response to what Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson yes. said. So she made that small, what, one minute or so sketch. Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro, or their people, found the sketch. And they both lambasted it. Like, oh, this is a, a wildly unhappy person. And, and, and this is a woman that's trying to make you okay with not wanting kids. And everything like that. And they were... They were th- both thoroughly offended by it. You could see that it, yeah. it, was, it was. They found it bothersome, and, and it's pretty bullshit because, like, I've always hated like how people will be like, "Oh, you're unhappy. Oh, you're unhappy." You're, first of all, you don't fucking know me. Shut right. the fuck up. Like, you like, don't know exactly. If I was happy, like, so if she made a video about how happy she is with the shit that she does. What what makes you think otherwise? If not, she would have kids and be fucking right, married. Because and, and then like in Ben Shapiro's response video when he's qualifying himself, he's like, "Well, you know, I'm married and I have four kids, and it's just like, well, now you're doing the same thing that she was just doing. You're qualifying yourself. So oh. if her qualifying herself insinuates to you that she's unhappy, then now are we to assume that you qualifying yourself?" Should we assume that you're unhappy? Should that be an insinuation that you're yeah. unhappy? Right. You don't know. You don't know if she's happy. We don't know if you're happy. That's up no. to the individual. My assumption would be, Ben, you're happy. And also, Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, you're very happy, too. Exactly. Oh, two happy human and, beings and, living and, their and fucking my life. Thing is, my thing is, like, <laughs> I, what, what I didn't like about, about them attacking her is this, like, she didn't attack men. Like, we're over here talking about the MCU and how they're, like, minimizing the role of men in the movies and in the franchise that men built. Yeah. Why don't you guys talk about that? Like, you're yeah. talking about some woman that's minding her own business that's saying, yeah, I'm happy. Like, I get high. Like, do I agree with the lifestyle? Do I think that most women will be happy at her age doing what she's doing? No. I don't think most women would be happy at her age doing what she's doing. But out of all the women out here that are attacking men and saying, oh, the patriarchy and down with the patriarchy and all of this and all of that, like this lady is just living her life. Yeah. So that's my. Uh, and, and how hypocritical confusion. is it 
Remember uh, uh, some weeks ago we covered the the Matt viral Walsh. tweet, Matt Walsh, where he's getting attacked for, for talking about a traditional life? And we defended him. Yeah. We defended him because... To each their own. To each his own. That's just a guy saying, hey, like, I'm, you know, this is what I like. I want to come home with some some food cooking and a loving wife and kids and a family that's happy to see me. And they attacked him. Yeah. Well, right, rightfully so, because, like, he was basically (laughs) saying, like, he wants her barefoot naked in the kitchen. And, like, don't talk back, bitch. But like clearly he he would be unhappy otherwise. Right. So that's the thing. So so now do we do people say, oh well, Matt Walsh is unhappy and he's making his family unhappy and it, no, yeah. we don't know what works for them and their dynamic. So why are you attacking them? But you motherfuckers don't have the right to attack her either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because it's kind of hypocritical. It is hypo- It's hypocrisy at, at, in the highest form. <laughs> <laughs> and if I was with them, I would tell them that. I would be like, listen, like, this is about freedom. Like, just like Matt Walsh is entitled to feel the way that he feels and more power to him, more power to her. If she's childless and, and is not married and, and all of that, like. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's it's traditionalism versus what? What the fuck would this be called? The modern modernity, world? Modernity. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean. Ah, teach their own. Like you choose the bed you want to lie in. So, I mean, let let them live their lives. Just like you, you, we said it perfectly. Like just like we defended him, we're defending her. So I'm gonna play the wants. clip from Tucker and Ben Shapiro, and then her response to, to them. That. Okay. I'll just woman. The point is to make you feel good about being in aging deeply unlikable woman who never had kids feminists like chelsea handler they've been lied to by their society forever that you could be a girl boss and you can do anything a man can do which everyone who's ever seen a woman back up a vehicle knows that's not true your womb resembles a dried up tumbleweed blowing down an old western town and your valentine's day date for the 10th year in a row is a 10 year old copy of magic mike and a half full bottle of xanax this lady is miserable I mean, she is miserable, and it's written all over her face how miserable she is. Hey, everyone. I woke up this morning, well, more like this afternoon, and noticed that there was an emergency meeting of the receding hairline society to discuss a comedy video I filmed about not wanting kids. Wow. Why would I even need my own children when I get to hear these crybabies all the time? I mean, I can't believe that bearded version of Tucker Carlson thinks I would take a half a bottle of Xanax. I'd take way more than that, you silly goose. Look, I don't want to debate whether or not I'm a girl boss, although I did just look at my bank account and think, that's pretty girl boss. And then I thought about the 10 different people, plus 10 plus different people I've been able to put through college. And then I remembered my six New York Times bestselling books. Or was it five? Oh, no, 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 it was six. And then I remember my recent stand-up special that was just released on Netflix called Revolution. And I thought, yeah, you are a girl boss. You guys seem so triggered by me. I mean, my goodness, Tucker, I think it is time for you to ask yourself a serious question. Are you really upset about how much freedom I have? Or are you upset that you haven't been able to take it away from me yet? Oh, and quick shout out to Ben Shapiro. Thank you for helping my cause of not having children. Who needs the birth control pill when your voice is 100% effective? I don't need a husband, Ben, because I'm in a relationship with myself. And at least in my relationship, someone can get a woman to come. 
And by all means, Tucker, if you want to respond to my triggers, I will be happy to keep putting out videos as long as you want. I think we both know that you are hate masturbating to me. And I'm down with that. So now, something I find very interesting about her response. She responded in a way like what's funny is what she was doing originally and then the guy on, on tucker carlson show that says oh women think that they could be just like men i didn't see anything in her video that that made that where she said that she didn't say anything to, to the effect of oh i could be i'm as strong as a man and in my free time you know I'm a lumberjack just like men, or I fight fires just... She didn't say any of yeah. that. She just said... Anything, she, she said she, she actually, wanted to get rotted out by a man. Huh? She wanted to get rotted out by right. a man. Right, and she said, oh, and I put high heels on. So, like, I don't I don't see, like, where dude is getting that from. Yeah. But then what's funny is the way that she responded to them was, like, how a boss man would respond. Like, yeah. well, you guys are saying all of this, but I put 10 people through college... I have six bestsellers. Yeah, my bank account is decent. Leave me alone, like I did. And what and what's interesting is, she had a Jay Z approach to yeah, it. Yeah, a very a very Jay Z response. And what's interesting about the whole thing is, like in the world of like all these trad thoughts, like at least this is a woman that's like doing her own thing. Like, yeah. Because like we're we live in a world where it's like OnlyFans and gold diggers and like all of this stuff. Yeah. All of this stuff is like, oh, look at my body. Like, oh, yeah, pay $5 to look at my body. It's just like, there's a lot of women that you motherfuckers could be criticizing. And then you find one that is like, like successful and, and is happy to be childless. And like, you're gung ho about it. Yeah. What, because you're on some like trad con shit? Yeah. Let, uh, let, let a motherfucker live. Right. Let, let him live. Let her live. I mean, that's none of your business. And like you, like you said, She's accomplished whether, you know, cause I don't like her material, but I can't take away that she's wrote books. I can't take away that she does stand-up. Right. I can't take away that she's... I'm not a fan yeah, of her Yeah, she either. has her whole show. Like, but yeah. you, know, you know what's funny? <coughs> I totally understand why 50 was, like, very infatuated with her. Do you yeah. remember? Like, yes. He, he was, was like... like why? why? I, I can understand it now because yeah. it's like... Him being like the type of dude he is, he's yeah. probably like, man, this is like a woman that don't want shit from me. She, like I don't, I she knows like what she, she, wants. she does her own thing. It is what it is. Like, yeah. cause think about it. In, like I said, in 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 a world of like OnlyFans chicks and trad thoughts, it's like, oh, look, like she's not trying to like anchor me down. Like she don't seem like she like cares if a man draws down or not. Like yeah, like I'm. It's just like I'm over you already. Yeah, <laughs> she probably was until fifth, fifth, fifth uh, fell in love, and so fifth was probably like, man, this is badass. A woman could be like this, right? <laughs> so that that's the thing. Like, I, it's 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 funny. It's funny. It's it's part of like the limitations of the trad con. Yeah, you know, like, and our our criticism of them sometimes is things like this where where you kind of put yourself in this in this hole um when it comes to art not great at, at, at knowing what the fuck art is and how it works and critiquing it and yeah. critiquing it and then when it comes to to now more than ever because now it's like conservatism and the right has in a way become the rock stars of society 
So it's like, it's weird because it's like, you're the rock star because shit has gotten so wild, but you still have the tendencies of not understanding that like individualism. Right. And, and, and a bit of, a bit of delusion because another thing, and we, we could really like get deep about this. Ben Shapiro in his response video, not the one that you heard me play, but in the the initial response video that I saw, which was according to the timeline, the last thing that has been posted in this whole little drama and where he talks about, oh, well, uh, I'm not going to talk about my sexual aptitude and, you know, the fact that, you know, I have a wife and a fourth kid on the way and everything like that. And as he was saying that, I was thinking about it because... I would say, like, right now, our life matches more her life than it does his life. Yeah. And as I was thinking about that, I was like, well, and and by no means, that's not why we're defending her. But as I was thinking about that, I was like, well, why does my life currently match her life more than it matches his life? And something that I sat back and I thought about. As I will, Ben Shapiro is a millionaire at the Daily Wire that can afford four kids. But how many trad cons out there are miserable because they have four kids and they're trying to scrape by and maybe at, at some point wishes that they had the woman that they with rather than like shitting out a bunch of kids at some point was a little bit more like Chelsea Handler and was like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should have one. And, you know, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to, like, do something on my own so the burden is not so much on you. Yeah. You know, like, you know, instead of, oh, well, Trad Connery, Trad Connery, Trad Connery. Because let me tell you, from the man's perspective and in my life, this is anecdotal, but out of the people that I personally know that are doing things the Chelsea Handler way yeah. versus and juxtaposed to the people that are doing things the the Tradcon way I find that the people doing Chelsea Handler's way are happier I'm not yes. saying women I'm saying guys yeah are happier than the people doing shit the Tradcon way especially in today's economy yeah. so that's the other thing too Trad Connery. We should do like <laughs> one where like a picture of Sean Connery looking like to the sideways, like in disapproval. And You're the man now, dog. <laughs> and so what type of Trad Connery is this? It just has him looking all like upset. <laughs> we gotta make that meme immediately. Another, we always create lingual. Like, <laughs> it's like like we can literally say that and nobody would know what the vote we're talking about. Man, dude is like well I can picture us having a conversation. It's like nah, but dude is on some trad connery shit. Yeah. And people were like, What is trad trad connery? <laughs> Oh my god. That's just gonna be too great. We gotta find like the perfect picture. We every all the listeners right now, we give you the green light. Use Trad Connery as you see fit. Use it. Yes. Like, you, it's free to use. That's what we do here at Hanging with Apes. We just we give gifts. <laughs> yeah. What type of Trad Connery is this with that face? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know who will get a kick out of that shit is Sandman. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Loki, we should email that shit to him. <laughs> oh, you know, because now I don't know if you peeped on his channel. He's doing the memes of the week. Oh, 
yeah. So he might get a kick out of that. Sam, man, we're sending you some immediately. Trad Connery. Hell yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, you know, but that's the thing too. It's just like you motherfuckers are over here talking about all of this traditionalism and 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 trad connery and all of this stuff but like for the average guy is is it working is now a good time to shoot for no that? right now actually the best thing to do as a young man is avoid having children focus on your finance financial situation and you know, don't don't overdo it. Like, don't don't be like. I I, I want to say be a minimalist. Like fucking uh, Aaron Clary. Like he's a minimalist minimalist. But like, you know, don't live beyond your means and and, and create a device a plan. And, and how many? And let me ask you, how many you do that? And and, and I wonder if 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 the trad cons recognize this because I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. How many women are satisfied with that? How many women are okay? Well, it's Saturday. All of their friends are out. They're looking on Snapchat and they're looking on IG. But like you're with a minimalist because this guy, he he's trying to build for the future. How many women are okay with that? Uh, like very small percentage. Like point. But you got to have kids. Point oh 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 trad, one. Trad Connery. You got you to gotta <laughs> live it. You got to live it. So, but that's the thing that yeah. they're not understanding. It's just like, yeah. and, meanwhile... Yeah. A woman like Chelsea Handler or women like Chelsea Handler, they're actually making things easier for these guys because they're okay on their own. They're not over yes. here trying to force you to have a family or I want this or I want that. Or I'm pretty sure like she doesn't, Chelsea Handler doesn't ask anybody for anything on Valentine's Day. No, no, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's the thing to me. It's like when, when you're self-sufficient, like all that shit comes anyway. Like, if you focus at a young age as a young man on your shit, get your shit together, women come. Like, women, you're going to make women come. <laughs> they come and you make them come and then they leave and then they come some more. It's like, this is a great-ass great ass revolution. But that's not Trad Connery what you're <laughs> no, talking no, about. No. But, that, that, but that's my point. Yeah. The Trad Cons wouldn't rock with what you're talking about either. But even then, though, like, if you really wanted a Trad Con lifestyle, now you have... That's not Slim You pickings. have options to, to yes. acquire Trad Connery. Exactly. <laughs> to achieve Trad To achieve, <laughs> to achieve Trad, Trad Connery. <laughs> yeah, like, then at that point, you could be like, you know what? Like, I have options. This is, this is the one I'm into. This is the one I feel would be like a good mother of my children. You have choices. It's not like you're like, oh, the first one that came, like, fuck. Trad Connery. Trad Connery. <laughs> <laughs> like, then, then it's like, no, like, you're, you're going to have the choice. And then from there, you're like, okay, what lifestyle do I want as I get older? I want a family. I don't want a family. I'm trying to be... <laughs> Leo, Leo, Leo DiCaprio Deuce, yeah. and, and but but teach their own. There's nothing wrong with being the next Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I would I would love to talk to him about his philosophy on like this type of stuff because yeah. I feel I feel like dude is like is like super red pilled. Yeah, when it comes to that shit, yeah, like trad con. No, no, just no nothing. Like we have to actually make up. A name. It's Trad Connery, and then some with Leo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, so we can, uh, like juxtapose the Leo them. deal. Yeah, the Leo deal. 
<laughs> so, so it's like, whoa, shit. Man, but, fam, what, what are you on, Trash Connery or the Leo deal? The Leo deal. <laughs> <laughs> Leo deal. <laughs> yeah, because that, that, that's just, it's interesting. But, like, there's no right or wrong answer. That, no, it, and that's the, what we're getting at. Yeah. That's what we're getting at. Like, the Tradcons, they're, they're free to do whatever they want to do. But everybody has to live up to own up to their their decisions and whatever consequences come from those decisions. Yes, because. Yes, I will. I will say that many women in Chelsea Handler's circumstance at her age aren't happy being childless. I will say that. And there is some data to back that up. No, but we still don't know if that applies to her specifically. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, we're living in a country of of fatherless homes, divorce is rampant and everything. So let's not act like Trad Connery is the right way to go either. And it's it's foolproof either. No, no. And, and you made a very valid point. He's a millionaire. Like if I was a millionaire, I think my outlook on having children would be a lot different. Because I'd be, oh, sh- I want to. F- I'm trying to fuck now. I'm. I need kids. Like I, I. All right. Whereas now I'm not doing bad, but it's like, well, I could, I could do this. I could do that. I want options. And you know what's funny is like I, f- I'm, I feel the opposite. I feel the more successful I get, the less that I want. It, I, I know it's yeah. kind of like backwards. Well, and a lot of yeah. people, but like for me, it's, it's not like the, it, because I, it's like I feel like there's more to lose. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But then it, like, I guess. And I think that just comes from, I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah. I just, I feel like that just comes from seeing so many examples of like it being awful because yes. my thing is there's the factor of, there's the factor of the success rate is not great. The success, no. just statistically looking at it. But then let's say that you are in the percentile that you don't end up divorced because there are, there are those but how many of those that you see are actually happy and are living a life that you want to live? So that's yeah. the other thing. So it's just like, let's say it's not, oh, you're going to get divorced and lose everything. All right, fine. Maybe that won't happen. But if it doesn't happen, out of those people, out of that sector, how many of those are actually happy and are living a life that I want to live? And yeah. you don't see many. So it's just like. But I, I would still feel more open to like okay well i can afford a child because having a child i wouldn't say necessarily means that i have to be married but then that's definitely not trad connery no that's definitely not trad so it would be it would be a different approach but it's like well like let me give you let me give an example but but if you have a kid and you're not married you could still get taken to the cleaner oh yeah yeah but then, like, I guess... We know, we've known people that have been taken to the cleaners and they weren't married. Yeah, that's true. But I guess I was looking at it more from the perspective of, like, having power to influence, like, the, the, the way you raise your child. Like, if I don't like the fucking school, all right, well, I have money. We're getting homeschooled. We're going to put you in a program where you play sports. And, you know, you have the societal aspect of it yeah. where, you, where you interact with children, but, like, we ain't doing all this grammar school... Uh, all this normal normie shit because yeah. all this is indoctrination. Critical, so critical race theory. Yeah, right. all that. And so to me, it's like, well, I need money to do all that. Like, I need money to have actual freedom for my child, like to, for the way he grows up. 
the way I see, the, the I want to see fit, I need resources and money. And if I can't do that, then I don't know that I want children. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and like you said, as you get older and, and, and you've built, that might actually make you less inclined to having children because it's like, well. That's the effect it has on me. Yeah. Like every every success or step that I move forward, it makes me like less, even less. Yeah. Which is, because when I was younger, like I'm talking like way younger. Yeah. I'm talking like I was like like working at Target younger. <laughs> like I remember back then, like I thought about it. I, it was never like a, a a top priority or like a big deal to me. But like I actually like envisioned. What if you were a dad? Huh? What if you had a child? Yeah, I actually envisioned it more than like now, where it's just like nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, see, for for me, I always pictured like, well, maybe older I'll have a child. I always thought like the youth shouldn't be f- spent on because I like, think about it when when as men get older they're more chill when you're young you're like I right, let's go so like to me it's like that's the ultimate like killer is to have a child that limits you when you're on your yeah boom, boom, well, boom, let's go let's go let's go well, let's go let's go let's go I think too like where where it, it depends on the dynamic because I believe in the philosophy the the top G philosophy where like if you're young and in your prime and you have a kid and the kid is young, young, like I don't really need to be around that much. Like I, I should be out making moves. True. I, I agree. Be, so like, so that's the other thing is like how many women would understand that? Because it's like, not a lot. If not you're, this if day you're age. breastfeeding and like your, your job is with the kid and everything like that. Like the, the I, I'm not saying like be absentee, but yeah, but close to it. Like, right, damn close to it like just no, borderline absentee but like you're out there trying to get resources trying to acquire a better life for you and your family exactly like so it's like i'm not needed around as much yeah and it takes sacrifice at times but but for the better like for the family right and it's like well but but again in today's day and age that's not a um Understood. Oh hell no, nah. hell yeah. no! Nah. And now it's looked at like, oh, we gotta share the duties. We yes. gotta share, and yeah. it's just like, well, I guess th- there's rationalization to that. If like both people work, then I guess I it's like, well, it, it's only right because it's like if she's bringing in money, yeah, and you're bringing in money, well, then you know. But then, how does it work if you're bringing sub- like, let's say she brings in money, but you're bringing substantially more than her? Yeah. Then at that point, it's just like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know how to divvy that up, like how that works. That's some Trad Connery math yeah. that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I don't know how to do that Trad Connery math. <laughs> Trad Connery math 101 college course. <laughs> that shit's great. But yeah, that, hey. Fuck it, Chelsea. If you if you're loving and living your life the way you want to, do so. So be it. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website, donate an amount of your choosing, or buy some merch. The merch is amazing, and. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It does help us out a lot. That's five-star review. 
It helps us out a lot on Apple or Spotify. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.